You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The base of our sermon today comes to us from St. Luke's Gospel, the 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passed along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers, who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. When Jesus answered, were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return to give praise to God except this foreigner? He said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. As you heard in our story for today, we find Jesus on the way to Jerusalem. He's going there to die and rise for the life of the world. The story tells that on the way, he was met by ten lepers. Now, the thing is that leprosy was more than a medical condition. It was also a social disease. The book of Leviticus lists several or severe public health regulations for people who come down with leprosy. They must leave their spouses, their families, their homes, their town, and live totally far away from everyone. Leprosy turned you into an outcast. In fact, you were forbidden even to enter the temple, so you're also cut off from worship. And when you pass by and someone on the road, you had to cover your mouth and yell out, unclean, unclean, and keep far away from people as possible. Thus, people would avoid contact with you, They'd hide their children from you. The only community you had was your fellow lepers. And so it's not a surprise that many families hold funeral services for a loved one with leprosy because they were considered as good as dead. Well, Jesus encounters these ten lepers. They stood at a distance. They called out to Jesus that day. They didn't say, unclean, unclean like they were supposed to. They called out Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They sought mercy, likely healing. They likely had heard about Jesus. They had heard about his power to heal. They had hoped and prayed that someday they would be fortunate enough that he would do the same for them. And they believed this much, at least, that Jesus had the power to heal them of their leprosy and let them return to their community. And when you look at this miracle, it is unusual. In a sense that Jesus would usually reach out and touch the person, even if they were unclean. He touches the unclean person, and they become clean. But this time, Jesus doesn't even close the gap. He doesn't even cross the street to be with them. 
It simply says, go and show yourselves to the priests. That is, go show yourself to the official who will, eagerly, or who will certify that you're clean, that you're cured, that you can be admitted back into society, back to church, out of the walking dead, and back into the land of the living. And then there would be a sacrifice of thanksgiving, a ritual of purification, <clears throat> and that cured leper could return home again. Now, Luke doesn't tell us how this miracle happened. <clears throat> it appears as these men walked on the road to go to the priest, they began to notice that their skin was different. It was cleansed. That leprosy was disappearing. You can almost imagine a look on their faces as they looked at each other in amazement. They were probably giddy with joy, and they were dancing and high-fiving each other over their good fortune and how lucky they were that on that day they just happened to be in the road when Jesus was going from Samaria to Galilee. And you know what it's like, don't you? When you get well over being sick for a long time or that diagnosis you feared turns out to be nothing. It's almost like rising from the dead, isn't it? Like being born again. Well, it tells us that one of them stopped. And he turned around. Instead of going down the road with the others, he went back down the road to where Jesus was. And this time, he didn't stand at a distance. He came up to Jesus. He found his face at Jesus' feet, rather, giving him thanks. He worshiped. At this point, we learn he was a Samaritan. Not only had he been a leper, he was one of those Samaritans. He was a double loser in the eyes of any respectable Israelite. Only this outsider to Israel, this foreigner, returned to give thanks to Jesus for the healing he had received. Ten out of ten lepers were cleansed. But only one out of ten makes the Jesus connection and he returns to worship and give thanks. And so this one that Jesus says, rise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Or as another translation puts it, your faith has saved you. It's a bit bigger than healing, isn't it? Though salvation also includes healing as well, the Samaritan knew whom to trust. Not only with his disease, but also with his death. You might say that 10 out of 10 had faith to be healed, but only 1 out of 10 had faith that saved. He knew at whose feet his salvation rested. Faith makes that Jesus connection. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has saved you. Your Jesus has saved you. Now we know that people are healed every day. Some, it's through the intervention of modern medicine. Some, by their own immune systems. Some, spontaneously or miraculously. But regardless of how that healing comes, 
It all comes from Jesus, the source of every healing. And the thing is that physical healing is not an end in itself. If you stop and think about it, isn't health a rather dynamic condition that generally, yes, it generally skids downhill the older you get? And while diet and exercise may maintain or even temporarily improve one's health, the number of our days is still known before one of them comes to be. Each one of us were stamped with an expiration date when we were born. That is the wages of sin the Bible talks about, the condition we inherit from Adam as Adam's children. Sin. Sin, we could say, is like the leprosy of the soul. It isolates us. It makes us unclean before God. Its symptoms spread throughout our humanity. And so everything we do and touch and say and even see, uh, think it's tainted by sin. It's sort of like a vast corruption of our software that has infected our hardware. Body and soul are infected by the virus of sin, and we can't cure ourselves. And so were it not for the mercy of God, we'd be left in isolation, separated from God, isolated from each other. Jesus became sin for us. He took up our disease, our uncleanness. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the atoning sacrifice, not only for our sin, but the sin of the world, the whole sin of the whole world. All ten lepers were cleansed. There's not a leper in that bunch that wasn't cleansed. And even the unbelief, or at least the lack of gratitude on the part of nine of ten, did not negate their healing. Jesus didn't send back their leprosy. They went on their way. Thanks to Jesus. Without thanks to Jesus. In Adam, all die. In Christ, all are made alive. In Adam, humanity fell into sin and death. In Christ, humanity is brought into forgiveness and life. As far as Adam's sin goes, so far and farther do the perfect life, death, and resurrection of Christ go. One leper turns. He repents. He falls on his way, turns on his way to fall down at the feet of Jesus and worships. He happens to be a Samaritan, but that's largely irrelevant. For the last will be first. He is not only healed, but he's saved. The other nine, they trusted Jesus for their healing, at least insofar as he was capable of healing. This man trusted Jesus with his life. What Jesus did for that leper, he does for each of us. Like Naaman, that Syrian general who was cleansed from his leprosy by the word of the prophet and the water of the Jordan, we have been cleansed from the leprosy of our sin by the name of Jesus and the water of baptism. And like that Samaritan, we return to give thanks. 
We come back to the feet of Jesus to render our thanks and praise to him who has called us of darkness into his marvelous light. When Martin Luther was asked to describe the nature of true worship, he answered, the tenth leper coming back. And while we aren't yet symptom-free, the cure has been applied. You have been joined to the death and resurrection of Jesus. Baptism now saves you, not as a washing of dirt from the body, but as a cleansing of sin from body and soul. And the healing finally comes to us. A total healing comes to us finally in the resurrection of our bodies on the last day. It's then that the cleansing will be complete. The leprosy of sin, a thing of the past. Then Jesus will say to each of us, as he said to that Samaritan, rise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has saved you. Your Jesus has saved you. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpass all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.